Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. And let's go to the Islandwood Veterinary Hospital in Newmarket, part of the Mill Street Veterinary uh, Group, where I'm joined by Jane Pickett. Good afternoon to you, Jane. Good afternoon, Patricia. And you're very welcome. Uh, anyone's got a question, get them in. John Paul's taking the course. Or you can text her WhatsApp to 0862103103. Some of the questions already in. Eileen's on. Any suggestions, please, for my uh, dog, a Labrador retriever, eight years old, has a type of infection in his ears. The ears flare up. Also has vertigo as a result. He's been to the vet a lot and is on tablets. Penicourt and Rennicourt. It's been going on since February. Okay, so ear disease can be very complex and particularly when it gets to the stage of having vertigo. So kind of symptoms where the pet may be feeling unbalanced, then that generally signals that there may be an inner ear infection. So we have kind of have two, two main outer parts to our ears. So we have the outer ear canal, which is the bit that goes from kind of the top of the ear where you can see down to where the eardrum is. And then we have the middle and inner ear. And generally when we have vertigo symptoms, it means that the kind of middle and inner ear are affected with the infection as well. So it's a lot more troublesome to sort. Um, it's been going on since February, which is a little while. In many cases in complex ear infections, that would not be that unusual. It can take a while to get these things under control. Certainly some of them can be very stubborn. So there's a kind of a, a growing kind of increase in, let's say, resistant bacteria that tend to live in all parts of the body, but ears infections, we can get resistant strains of bacteria there. So it may just be that this bacteria is particularly smart, keeps evading the antibiotics that are being used, and it can be quite a challenge. Or it may be that in your pet's particular situation, there may be other factors at play, like there may be underlying allergic skin disease, for example, or a problem with the conformation or shape of the ear, which is making it a bit more challenging to assess. Now, without seeing your pet, obviously, it's very difficult to know exactly what the situation is. Um, so I would say trust your vet on this one. They can be very complex. And I understand that ear disease can be intensely frustrating, both for the own and for the pet and for obviously the pet who is suffering with the the discomfort and irritation of it so it is important to get it sorted it sounds like he's on a number of tablets now i'm not familiar with those particular trade names but i suspect they might be kind of steroid preparations from the sound of the names but again can't comment on that without seeing the pet what i would say is if you are frustrated and it's not settling go back to your vet and let them know let them know that the vertigo symptoms are still there let them know that things are not working like 
vets we're very good at her jobs but we're not mind readers we can't yeah, know they, the things they, are they not might be able to change yeah they might be able to change to a different yeah. pro- product okay exactly yeah, exactly right. but it's, it's it certainly sounds it's a bit like skin irritations can be very hard to get to the bottom of it they can exactly be and some is. and sometimes in many cases i suppose sometimes very much like let's say human gps there are specialists and, and kind of specialists in particular areas so the specialist that would treat, let's say, ear and skin problems, we call a dermatologist. So in, in some cases, particularly when there's inner ear disease, referral might be an option for you to a specialist. So have a, discuss with your, a discussion with your vet as to whether they think that's something that's suitable for your pet or if it's a road you want to go down. OK, hi there. We recently got a fantastic energetic puppy who has put life back into our house since our older dog went to dog heaven. Uh, she will never be mixing with other dogs as we live well out in the countryside. She's well fenced in. My question is, in Jane's opinion, should we get her neutered? And if so, at what age should it be done? She's six months old, oh, oh, six months of age at the moment. It would only be for health uh, reasons that we will be planning on getting this done. Thanks as uh, usual. I love the Jane's slot on the programme. I've got brilliant advice in the past. Thank you for that. OK, I'm assuming you would say, I mean, she's right to think of it from a health point of view. Exactly. Absolutely. So I suppose being out in the out in a rural area of the sticks, if there's no dogs around, I suppose her risk of, let's say, you know, getting pregnant and that being the outcome is probably pretty low. However, what I would say is you will be surprised how far dogs will travel in search of a lady. So it's never a totally null and void risk. But looking at it from a health perspective is a really great way to look at it. There are so many benefits um, from neutering. So what I would suggest is the main benefit that we would normally talk about for early neutering. So kind of before the first season takes place is it dramatically reduces the risk of breast cancer, so mammary cancer later in life. It reduces it by a figure of 93% versus an unspayed dog or a dog that's spayed later on. So even from that one perspective alone, it's definitely worth getting done. The next thing I would normally talk about is it eliminates the risk of what's called a pyometra. So that is a really, really, really serious womb infection that can happen, usually in mid to later life in unspayed females. And it's just to do with the roller coaster of hormones that happen around the time of the cycle. And sometimes bacteria can get trapped inside in the womb and multiply and cause a very serious and in many cases life threatening and or fatal infection. So when you spay the spay the pet, generally their ovaries and their womb will be removed. So they won't be cycling anymore. And that prevents the pyometra occurring. So that's a really, really helpful thing as well, because it avoids that heartache for you later on in life. So I think on those two health perspectives, they would be the biggies that I would say definitely worth getting your dog spayed. If it's a kind of a small to medium type breed, we generally say around six to eight months as a general guideline. If they're a little bit, let's say, of a larger breed, a large to giant breed, then it's worth having a discussion with your vet, given your pet's size and their other health factors and their particular breed. Because there is some growing evidence to say that, let's say, delaying neutering or they're slightly more mature, let's say 10, 12, 14 months can be beneficial in some cases. But it's very dependent on your pet's particular breed situation and what size they're estimated to be. So generally, they can be can be spayed from six to eight months onwards. But if they're a larger or giant breed, have a chat with your vet. Okay, but you're, you're certainly on the right on the right path. Uh, Maraid has a bird nesting in her roof. The babies have been born, and the mammy bird is flying in and out all the time. Do I leave them for a while, and or just wait for them to vacate the bird's nest naturally? Um, 
Uh, I would say best to leave nature to take its course. If the mammy is flying in and out feeding the baby birds, leave her at it. I'd say until if they're nesting in the roof, I, I would say it may not be ideal from a DIY perspective or a roofing perspective, but certainly in not kind of um, throwing the wildlife off their normal course of events, it's best to leave them to it until they move on and there's no more activity in the nest. And they will. The birds will fledge and yeah. then that's it. They, 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 you can take exactly. the, nest, the nest down. And then is it... What what's the one that keeps coming back to the same place every year? Oh, do you know? Is my bird swallows? knowledge as is, regards migratory birds is pretty poor. <laughs> so I, I, I will well, pretend I think, I'm sure it's I'm sure it's swallows that that come back every year because I know we have them here at the radio station. It's uh, right outside the radio station, the front door. We get the birds coming back uh, and uh, starlings. Uh, John Paul's a man in the know. They're starlings and they just, they return every <laughs> single year and well, it's the same family and they and they. Destroy your car, but we put up with that, and it's just gorgeous to hear the little bird, the little babies tweeting every morning as I'm mm-hmm. coming in, and the mammy's in and out. Okay, um, hi. Question for Jane, please. Why does my cat's stomach swell even if she's only after eating very little? Says Noreen. Goes back down again then, but initially after eating, it's like her her stomach is swollen. Why would that okay, be? Okay, so it can be a little bit more obvious if their tummy swells if they're quite a lean cat. Um, so kind of not carrying a huge amount of body fat. Sometimes if they're a tubby or cat, you know, let's say the normal natural kind of swelling of the belly after eating is a bit more disguised and less obvious. It may be that your pet might be eating a lot of food very quickly. Hence, it's kind of filling into the stomach. They're not kind of letting some of it go through and you know pass into the intestines before eating a little bit more. So it might be that they're kind of bulging their food, very eating very, very quickly. So in which case you could consider, let's say, giving them a puzzle feeder so that they have to work a little bit harder to get to the food and it slows them down a tiny bit. But what I would say is if your cat otherwise seems really, really well and the swelling kind of goes up and down and is very cyclical and is, you know, in in line with when they're, they're fed and then the next morning everything's back to normal. If your pet is otherwise well, it's probably fine. I think if you have any concerns, of course, visit your vet. But it might just be the case of very much like ourselves, the tummy gets a bit bloated if we've eaten a big dinner and then yeah. overnight it all goes down and settles off. So it may be totally normal for your pet. Just in time to get into the little black yeah. number. All right, Jane, listen, we leave it there. <laughs> have a great week and we'll chat to you next Thursday. Thanks for that. Great. Uh, bye bye. That is bye. Jane Pickett of the Islandwood Veterinary Hospital in Newmarket, part of the Mill Street Veterinary Group. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.